0: Welcome back to Far From Perfect. I am your host, Kylie Larson, and this is a special birthday episode where I am sharing 44 lessons from my 44 years of life. I did share this as a social media post, but in the podcast, I'm able to expand just a little bit on why I chose some of these lessons and you can hear where I'm coming from. So thank you so much for being here with me. This one is short and sweet, and I would love for you to share with me perhaps some of your favorite life lessons that you have learned. If you are listening to this on Spotify, you can connect with our community and share your answers with me. And if you're listening on Apple iTunes, feel free to just shoot me a message on Instagram and tell me your favorite life lessons. Hello everyone and welcome back to Far from Perfect with Kylie. I'm doing a special episode today um, because it's my birthday today and I am not a birthday person at all. Um the really the only birthday that I like really get into is my son's birthday. And it's because, you know, obvious reasons, it changed a lot of things. But I am turning forty four years old today, and I literally can't even believe it because I don't even know what that means. i don't I don't have any idea what forty four means, what you're supposed to be doing as a forty year forty four year old person. Um, but I feel really good about it. And I've sat down over the last few days, and I was thinking about forty four lessons that I've learned over the years. And I'm going to share them with you. I share this on social media, but I want to give a little insight into a few of them. And there is a couple recurring themes. And one of those themes is just patience and sticking with things. And that has been a, just a, a huge part of my life, even without me knowing it. Like if we just keep on going and we wait long enough, making sure that we're doing the right things good things will come about. And I think patience is really hard these days because we have everything at our fingertips. And if it's not at our fingertips right now, we can get it at our fingertips very easily. Like, I mean, Netflix is one example. Grubhub is another example. All these food delivery services, Amazon Prime is another example. And it's like the downfall of our society because we have forgotten what it's like to work really hard for something and wait for those results. So that's one of the overarching themes. And with that, I'm going to dive in. First off, you don't have to grow up, right? Yes. Chronologically. Yeah. We are getting older, but I still feel and act like a young version of myself. I can't put a number on it, but every time I'm hanging out with my son, I'm like, Oh my gosh, am i am i a 10 year old am i a 10 year old boy and i wouldn't change it for the world so we can get older and we can mature but it doesn't mean we have to give up that playfulness we can still have fun we can still play we can still be silly and i think that's one of the things that allows me to yes i have this number but i don't necessarily identify with that number second thing um the people who don't the people who love you the most oftentimes don't support your dreams because they just want you to be safe. And maybe you've experienced that. Maybe you wanted to start your own thing, go off and do something totally different. Maybe you wanted to get a divorce. Maybe you wanted to move across the country. Maybe you wanted to switch jobs. And the people who were closest to you were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's let's take a step back. Let's not make any crazy decisions right now. Let's not be emotional here. And I understand that that's hard because all you want is everyone to like support your dreams. But the way I've worked around this is by understanding that those people who's, you know, play devil's advocate that seem to not support you. It, it's not about them not wanting you to succeed. It's not about them not wanting you to follow your dreams. It's about them fearing that you're you're going to lose your safety. They just want you to be safe and secure. So that's how I've reconciled that um, in my life. Changing your mind isn't quitting, right? Just because, let's use the jobs, just because you started a job because you went to school for a certain career, you don't know until you get into something. So it's not quitting if you say, you know what, I went to law school and I cannot believe it. I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. I'm going to go start a restaurant. That's not quitting because you gave it your effort. It's just changing your mind and you're allowed to change your mind it starts with one. If I ever write a book, um, this is going to be the, one of the biggest themes of it, because if you are working to create something or build anything, I know a lot of times we want, we want the big thing as we start, but it's not going to be that way most of the time. And I always think back to when I first started teaching yoga, teach classes to literally one person. Right? And what you have to do is understand that that person right there, that is the most important person in your life right there in that moment. And you give them the best experience possible, and then they're going to tell their friends, and then they're going to tell their friends, and it grows from 1 to 2 to 3 to 20. Right? The same thing happened with my nutrition coaching clients. Started with one. People that knew me were willing to listen to me, and then it grew. I started with my group program, it started with a few people, and then it grew exponentially. But you can't get that big number unless you start with one. So please don't be afraid to start small. The fifth thing hard work done consistently will get you farther than you've ever imagined. And I know it's hard, and I know it's grueling. And I know when you're in it, you're like, oh my gosh, is this ever going to end? Is this even working? Yes, it is. Please just be patient. And which leads me to my sixth point, success is simply a matter of staying in the game. And this is a lesson that I learned from, oh God, whose book was it? Was it Jay Shetty's book? And there are certain games that all you have to do is stay in them. I can't believe I'm not remembering the name of the book. After the podcast, I'll look it up and I'll put it in the show notes. Parenthood is a game of staying in the game. Education, it's a game of staying in the game. Running a business, it's a game of staying in the game. Like nobody actually wins these things. Yes, we have valedictorians. Yes, we, you, you know, can be ranked Forbes, whatever, but no one wins at those things. You win if you can stay in the game because so many people quit. So is what you're doing sustainable? Can you keep on going, if not, reevaluate? Um, growing stronger feels better than suffering to be smaller, right? This is part of my fitness and nutrition lessons that I've learned. How many of you have spent so much of your life just trying to be smaller, weighing a smaller number on the scale, fitting to a smaller size of pants? Who knows? And I feel like when we do that, we're constantly just fighting our bodies. But if you can focus on growing stronger, and I was very intentional with using that word grow, if you can focus on growing stronger, you're actually going to feel more successful and you will actually get what it is that you want because you actually don't know what you want when you're trying to make yourself smaller or you know what you want, but you're going about it the wrong way. Um, nobody is special. Even the most successful people are just normal people. And I have had this idea floating in my mind forever. I that's I think teaching yoga was a springboard for all the things because it gave me a platform to um, just speak my mind and Come up with my ideas. And I will never forget, I had this idea, you know, probably 10 years ago. And I was like, there's nothing special about Oprah. There's nothing special about Bill Gates. There's not all of these people who like do extraordinary things. They're no different than you and I. They just did what they said they were going to do. They failed, but they got back up. They're just normal people. So a couple of things, number one, it shows us we can do extraordinary things as ordinary people. And number two, it teaches us that we can't put these people on pedestals. You know, oftentimes we are disappointed when we find out that somebody has done something. And to me, that's an a mistake on our end because we shouldn't put people on pedestals because they're just like us. And when we put them on a pedestal, they're just determined to let us down. <laughs> that might sound like really bleak and grim. I don't mean it to be that way. I mean it to be empowering. Like you have what they have. So stop second guessing yourself. Um, You can do things your way, not the way they are supposed to be done. Right. So a lot of us, we grew up a certain way. You did a certain thing. There was a sequence. There was a process. There were steps that you were supposed to take. And that led you to wherever. And for a lot of us, it didn't go like that or it led us to a place where we weren't that happy and that's okay. You don't have to do things in a certain order. There are no rules in this game of life. Everything is worse in your head. And this is one of those lessons I keep learning over and over and over again. I talked about this at the end of the year. Um, This is why we can't ruminate. We cannot be by ourselves and our thoughts. We have to express our worries and our concerns with other people so that When we say them, oftentimes it doesn't seem so bad. We realize that what we're saying is just crazy nonsense, or we can get someone else's point of view and they can help us see why it's not so bad. Or we can also then get our ideas out and then take action because action is the antidote to anxiety. Um, Start before you are ready. Always. You're never going to be ready. There's never a perfect time. Just go. Just go. You're gonna figure it out as you go along. So stop delaying the inevitable. Um, energy or excuse me. Done. Oh gosh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Start before you're ready. No one has it easy, no matter what you think. Seriously, you might think Sally down the street has a perfect life because she doesn't have to work. She's got two beautiful kids and all this stuff. I guarantee you Sally has something going on that you don't know about. So just remember, we're all in this together. And as Brene Brown says, nobody rides for free. Um, All of us just want to be seen and loved unconditionally. No additional thoughts needed there. The slow way is the fast way. Absolutely. There are no shortcuts. Shortcuts. Every time you take a shortcut, what do you do? You get lost. You get to the wrong place and you have to start over again. You don't get what you actually wanted. So do it the right way, the slow way, and just do it once. Done is better than perfect. Just get it done. In in Atomic Habits, what does he say? You have to, something before you optimize. You have to start doing things before you improve on them. So just get going. (laughs) You are the only one that can create the life that you want. And that is true. You guys know I talk so much about ownership owning your choices, owning how you show up, this life is yours and you have the ability to create the life that you want. Nobody can do that for you. Energy is everything. Protect and recharge yours at all costs. Your energy is what attracts other people to you. Right, people want to be around you because of your energy, and if your energy is zapped all the time because you're doing things that just suck the life out of you, we have to find ways that we can recharge. Finding activities that fill us back up, um, because without energy, we we can't do anything. Um, you don't have to be miserable to want something more or different. So this goes back to being okay to change. It's okay to change. You don't have to hit rock bottom in order to decide to take care of yourself. You don't have to be totally miserable in your job to say, I want a different job. You, no one knows exactly what they are doing. Trust me on this one. So this is the beauty of my job. I get to talk to so many different people and connect to so many people who all look like they have it together and they don't. And that's okay right? They might have it together in certain aspects of their life, but you don't have to have it together in every aspect of your life. Nobody does. So if you haven't figured it out and you feel like you're kind of winging it good because we all are, that's the strategy we're all using. We're all just winging it. Um, there is a big difference between alone and lonely. So this is, you know, I do like to spend a lot of time alone. That's one of the ways that I recharge. But I've noticed there are times when I'm alone that I also feel lonely. And so I just wanted to differentiate the two. You can be alone and you don't have to be lonely. But if you are feeling lonely, let's figure out what do I need to do to connect with somebody or something. Um, You can make yourself believe anything. Choose wisely. So this is a lesson from George Costanza. It's not a lie if you believe it. How true is that? So what are you believing about yourself? Please tell me it's good stuff. You better be believing that you are the most amazing person in the world, that you can handle anything, that you are strong, that you are resilient, that you are the best mom, you are the best doctor, the best nurse, whatever. Choose wisely. You can make yourself believe anything. So choose wisely. Uh, There's no timeline for your life. Kind of goes back to there's no certain order or anything. Don't worry if you're not where you want to be because you have a lot of time left. I mean, time goes fast, but don't worry that you haven't reached a certain benchmark just yet. You get to decide who you want to be. It doesn't have to be the way you've been told. Again, it's your life. Live it. Good things take time. There's that theme of patience. Once again, under promise over to leave over deliver. This was uh, one of those things that I learned from someone who I used to work with for Bryce, and that's one of the things he said for clients. When you're working with clients under promise and then knock their socks off. If you have clients of any kind, definitely do this. You have to do something to get something. You can't just want it, right? This is like the new foundation of my program. I'm not going to talk about that today, but action is a pillar of ours. You can't, you're never going to get a different outcome. If you don't take some sort of action, you can't just want something. You can't just wish for it. You have to work for it. Life really starts at 40. So if you're not 40 yet, don't sweat it. And if you've passed 40 and you're not where you want to go, maybe life for you is going to start at 50. But I can say for myself, I felt more confident. I felt more established once I turned 40 and it's gotten better every single year. Nostalgia is a lie. I was talking about this with my friend Melinda the other day. And, um, in the yogic world, it, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Sorry. um, nostalgia is a form of ignorance. Why? Because we remember things better than they were. How many of you know someone who like still lives in nineteen ninety seven? Where they are trying to relive their glory days, missing the point and the fact that right now could be their glory days. Some of us miss the time when our kids were really little, but remember how hard that was? The sleepless nights, the being dependent being dependent on for every little thing. Some of us latch on to a, a certain body that we had when we were younger, but do you remember what you had to do to maintain it? or maybe you didn't have all the things that you have in your life right now you didn't have your family you didn't have this career you didn't have all these responsibilities you didn't have these kids it wasn't it wasn't as good as you think it was it was great but when we think about the past and romantic romanticize it to be better than it was we're missing out on what's actually happening right now So don't miss the opportunity to make right now the best time in your life. It might be someone else's fault, but it's your responsibility to fix it. And I I actually changed this one and I'll share it here. You know, therapy, right? Y'all know therapy. Um, And in therapy, a lot of times you are working through childhood stuff and no parent is perfect, right? We've already all messed up our kids. We've already all given our kids reasons to go to therapy and things to talk about in therapy. So therapists, you're welcome. You are welcome. We're going to keep you in business. It might be your parents' fault that you have certain tendencies, that you feel certain things, that you do certain things, but it's your responsibility to fix it, right? This goes back to that ownership. Everyone is just doing the best that they can, so it's fine. We can realize, oh, so that's the why I have this issue. That's why I do this or do that. Let's figure it out. And then let's take ownership to do something different, to learn from it, and maybe do it different with our kids if you do have kids. Um, if you don't do anything about it, and it is in quotes, you forfeit the right to complain about it. And this was uh, this was inspired by my husband. The other night my neck has been bothering me and I'm like, oh, I just need to go to PT. I need to get some dry needling done. I haven't done it yet. And last night I was complaining about it again. He's like, Kylie, if you're not going to do anything about it, stop complaining about it. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. Because we see this too with clients, right? I mean, we're all human. We all do this, but let's be real with ourselves. If we're not going to do anything about it, but we're still going to complain about our job, complain about our partner, complain about the way that we feel, we we, we've we've lost our right to complain about it you have to do something about it if you're doing something about it go ahead bitch and moan all that you want because you're doing the work you can but if you're not doing the work zip it uh there's no such thing as a perfect plan be flexible you guys know that you know the quote from i don't know but it goes if you want to make god laugh tell him your plans how accurate is that that was actually a lesson from 2020 that i had put together Treading water is hard, but it's better than drowning. And this is for all of you who are in the middle right now. Maybe you're struggling a little bit and you feel like you're doggy paddling and your arms are flailing around and you're gasping for air. That is hard, but it's a lot better than drowning. So keep doing what you need to do to keep your head above water. And soon we'll get to a different point. And that's the next, that's another lesson. Maintenance is progress. This has become one of the platforms for my coaching talking about getting people to eat in maintenance and not have a goal of losing weight. Understanding that maintenance is a necessary part of the process. So it's okay to maintain. We don't always need to be moving forward. We don't always need to be losing weight. So just remember that. Maintenance is progress because you're not going backwards. There's nothing wrong with me or you. And this was in my last podcast of uh, 2022. So I'm not going to go any deeper into that. You don't have to make your bed. Okay. I am a pretty well adjusted, happy person. And I hate being told what to do when it comes to like productivity and feeling good in your life, make your bed, do this morning routine. That makes me not want to do it. So if you're like me and that just sets you over the edge, then don't fucking do it. Nobody's going to tell me when to make my bed. It didn't work when I was little and it's not going to work now. I'm going to do it when I want to do it. If I ever want to do it rant over. Um, and this goes back to my whole thing about being perfect. To me, that feels like really perfect. I have to make my bed every day, not my jam. If that's your thing, great, do it, go for you. But that's why you can do you and do what makes you happy. That does not make me happy. I'd rather have someone else make the bed. Um, The worst case scenario hardly ever happens. This came from Brooks. How awesome is that? I was downstairs last night on the treadmill and just getting some steps in. And I was like, hey, Brooks, what are your life lessons? And this is one he gave me. And I thought that was just beautiful. The worst case scenario hardly ever happens. Bad times don't last forever and neither do the good times. So this was another yoga theme I used to have frequently. The good news is... Nothing lasts forever. The bad news is nothing lasts forever. So just keep that in mind when you're struggling and it really helps you appreciate the the good times and be present in the good times. Uh, The right way isn't usually the easy or the quick way. Kind of a revisit from one of the first ones. No one is thinking about you as much as you are worried about them thinking about you. Well, what would they think if I don't drink? Well, what would they think if I ask for my vegetables not to be sautéed in butter? Well, what will they say if I don't have cake at the office party? What will they think if I post this picture? What will they think if I get boobs? What will they think if, right? No one's thinking about you. Everyone's too busy thinking about themselves. So don't sweat it. Um. Uh, you don't have to make your bed worst case scenario uh bad okay did that the did that oh my gosh we're also at the end you can fake perfection but you can't fake real this one of my favorites and here's the deal with this one i venture to guess the more perfect somebody or something looks the more messed up it is behind closed doors that's just my opinion We like messy people. I'm not saying you need to be a hot mess. I'm just saying if something looks really perfect, it's probably not. Most people are addicted to a life they don't even like. This is uh, one of my lessons from Dr. Joe Dispenza. These are the people who complain about the same things day in and day out, but refuse to do something about it because they're addicted to that feeling of familiarity. Because going to a job that you hate feels familiar and it's easier than quitting and trying something different than putting yourself out there. So that goes back to like, if you are not going to, if you're not going to do anything about it, you forfeit the right to complain about it. These two go hand in hand. I'm going to say it again. Most people are addicted to a life they don't even like. No, thanks. That's a no for me. Last two, start by getting clear on what you don't want. So this is interesting, especially as we come into midlife, right? We have this kind of epiphany that, okay, the first half of our life is over. We're entering the second half of our life and there's this um, call to create something, to really design a life that you love to maybe even like leave a legacy. And it's hard for us to figure out, well, I don't know what I want. I've been in this job for the last 20 years. I don't know what I want. It's a great way to get some clarity is to start with what do you not want? Okay. I don't want to work 80 hours a week. Okay. I don't want to be checking my email until eight o'clock every single night. Start with that. And then you can create a framework for what it is that you do want. And then finally, after every level is another another level. So just chill and enjoy where you're at. And this is the this is the downside of personal development, is that sometimes we get addicted to it. Or those of you who are really goal-oriented, you always have your eyes on the next goalpost. And so you Reach one landmark and then you forget to celebrate it because you're already thinking about going to the next one. So, no matter how successful you are, there's always going to be another place to go. You're always going to want to do something more, to be something more or different or succeed in another way. So, just enjoy where you're at because there's always going to be another level. So 44 lessons for 44 years, a couple like repeats with different ways of saying it. And I've already thought of some more for next year, but I'm going to leave it at that. Thanks, you guys, for being here for this fourth season of my podcast. Far from perfect. You guys have an awesome night and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.